Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris. Are you surprised? It's It's been the same name since, you know, since we started. Well, <laughs> further than that, since I started. So, that was like almost 30 years ago. Ugh. Anyways, would you guys be mad if I changed the intro? I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about sprucing it up, trying to get something different. Who knows? Maybe I'll do something for next year who knows maybe well you know the thing is is like so I've tried to get it changed several times right but the having reached out to many people if there's one thing that I found consistent in many a musician is that you know sometimes people are just uh a little flaky. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. A lot of people have ADHD and they're like, hell yeah, that sounds awesome. And then they like think about it for a week and then something big happens, you know, like COVID or, you know, pregnancy or whatever, insert, you know, whatever ad lib you want. You know, maybe they change religions. I don't fucking know. You know, things happen. I get it. Okay. I'm not mad at them per se, but I am a little bit butthurt, right? That it just keeps happening and the bad thing is I know from my perspective that the only common factor in this equation is me maybe it's my fault maybe I'm doing something wrong I'm probably doing something wrong and that's why I'm going to keep working at remedying this dilemma right so maybe I'll reach out to some people about making a new one I don't know what it's going to be like like I have no I have no preference as to what it is I mean Okay, to a degree I do, right? I feel like I'm talking about this stupid thing for a long... Who cares? This is this is my show. I can talk about what I want. You're going to listen. Or you can just skip ahead. I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, it can be... I, I don't know. I don't know what I want it to be. At first, I wanted it to be some like electronic-y house thing. And I had reached out to a dude about that. And guess what? <laughs> Didn't happen. No response. We had a conversation about it and then fizzled away. And then, you know, I was like, well, maybe we could be this other thing. And, you know, oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. Fizzled away. It's all right. Maybe maybe they died. I don't know. I also didn't keep in contact. So I think if any, I think everybody's a little bit guilty, right? Speaking of guilty, as of a little bit ago, I am recording this on Friday because because I can, okay? bite me as of a little bit ago um i don't know if you care but i don't care and i don't want to hear your opinion about it right i'm just it's it's big news from the people that i keep around in my life right oh kyle rittenhouse is uh acquitted on all charges acquitted found not guilty i think it's not guilty uh, maybe they're the same thing i'm not a lawyer who fucking knows you might know but yeah not guilty on whatever it is that he was being tried for i only all I know is that, like, oh, he had a gun at a riot, right? Shot some people. I don't know anything other than that. The next bit of information I got about that was all the memes on social media of him crying. That's all I know. So, whatever happens, whatever happens. I think I was talking to my friend that, like, you know, sure, you may be upset. Maybe you're super stoked. I don't care. But the fact of the matter is, the curse and blessing of our justice system is that... You must prove without a shadow of a doubt what happened. Conjecture, opinion, and biased perspective will not be accepted as evidence. 
You got to be able to prove what happened. And a lot of times in these situations, there's not a whole lot of proof, you know, and that's that's just the way of the world. I mean, if you're happy, great. I'm super stoked that the dude you probably don't know uh, wasn't found guilty, right? If you're not happy, you can at least take solace in the fact that much like the the poopy pants gun college girl, I don't fucking know her name, but <laughs> uh, this will follow him for the rest of his life, right? Like people are going to mock, do the mock crying thing to him for years to come. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be fucking awful, you know? Like, you know, who that gun girl is. I don't know her name, but I know that she pooped her pants at a party one time. <laughs> I probably wouldn't recognize her if I saw her, but... If I were to be like, hey, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so, the the campus gun girl, whatever, I'd be like, oh, you you pooped your pants, right? I That's how I remember her. So this Kyle kid's going to be remembered as whatever the fuck, the crying thing that everybody was <laughs> sharing all over the internet, you know? Personally, this might be a hot take, okay? So prepare yourself. I personally think, depending on your crime I think that jail is a lot easier than public infamy and ridicule, right? I mean, a hundred million years ago, that's exaggerated, hundreds of years ago, one of the punishments that we used to have was that you would just get put in stocks and people would walk by and laugh at you, right? Humiliation. Humiliation is a great deterrent, right? I think um, a couple of you... Maybe, eh, who cares? I'll just say a couple years ago, and you can fill in the blank. You can guess what number it is. I think there was a sheriff or a judge in, like, the Southwest, New Mexico, Arizona, somewhere over there, where when he would um, punish people, when he would, you know, give them their verdicts, part of their punishment was, like, something to do with public humiliation, right? It's not just go to jail, you know, get fed three times a day and, you know, maybe smoke some drugs or drink some toilet wine, you know, like, yeah, it sucks in there and it's boring, but like, it's a lot easier than having your peers walk past you and judge you and like make fun of you because there's nothing you can do about it, right? Personally, I feel like the ridicule and the shame and the mockery is a lot harsher punishment than going to jail. I've been to jail once, right? (laughs) Um... I sp- it was only a night, okay? I, I'm not I'm not a fucking derelict. I am a derelict, but I'm not like a hardened criminal, right? I spent one night in jail for, uh, uh, what was it? What was it? Visiting a common nuisance. Isn't that stupid? I didn't know what it was when I got to the jail. They're like, what are you here for? And I said, this. And they were like, why? And I was like, bro, I don't know. You fucking work here. You tell me. I don't know what I'm doing here. But yeah, um, fun times. Uh, the One of the... the yeah, one of the guys that I was in there with, um, he was getting out of jail that night, and I was like, oh, man, that's that's fucking cool. How long have you been here? He was like, four years. I'm like, ooh. Uh, part of my brain was like, shut up, and the other part, <laughs> the inquisitive part was like, what did you do? So I asked him, what did you do? And he was like, I stabbed somebody. And I was like, that's neat, man. I was like, you're not going to stab me, are you? And he was like, nah. He's like, I'm trying to get out of here. I was like, all right, cool. So that's, that's cool. We can be friends. Um... Yeah, but we didn't really talk much. He was like pacing. He was really anxious to fucking get out. I hope that guy's doing well. I hope you haven't um, what's the terminology? Um, reoffended. You know, stabbing people's not cool. I mean, self defense, self defense. But like, you know, try and avoid it. 
But if you're going to do something, if you're going to hurt somebody, stabbing's the way to go. Don't stab people, okay? That was a joke. Or was it? Okay, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> anyways, let's get to the meat and potatoes of the show, right? So this week, I'm going to be honest with you, no guest. Surprise, surprise. You probably already knew that from reading the title of the episode, which I don't have a name for right now. But um, the guest I had scheduled, um, last minute change of plans, you know, it's just the nature of the beast. And then me not being prepared and then also having my own things that happened this week. Just, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll just fucking fill in. I'll I'll talk these people's ears off for 45 minutes. I don't know if I'm going to do 45 minutes, but we'll see what happens. But yeah. Um, but something exciting did happen this week, and I would be more than glad to share it, right? So Tuesday, I went to a show at the Hoosier Dome, a venue in Indianapolis in which I had never been before right um i initially had bought tickets to see this tour uh two weeks from now in chicago at the beat kitchen i think it's called um but some of two of the bands that i wanted to see um had special alternate uh cover art for some of their vinyl and if you follow the page or follow well i'm a big vinyl junkie right I spend an exorbitant amount of money on records that I don't even listen to, right? It's just, it's just a physical collection that I like, you know? If I, they're like, oh, why don't you listen? Because I have the music on my phone, bro. Like, I can just listen here. I'm supporting the artist more by buying that than I am listening on Spotify or wherever you listen. Um, but yeah, uh, so I have a bunch of vinyl, right? And two of these bands had these alternate covers that I knew that if I waited until the 28th in Chicago, that they would be gone because they're super limited, right? They only made like 50 of them. So I'm like, all right, well, I got to go. So I bought this ticket to the show last minute, drove three hours to go to Hoosier Dome to see um, Vatican, Greyhaven, Wrist Meat Razor, and See You Space Cowboy. And the locals that opened up the show are the boys in Pickwick Commons. Shout out to those boys. They fucking crushed it. Bro, they had a fucking killer tight set. And it was like 17 minutes, bro. Just bow, 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 bow. Song, 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 song. We are caveman math. That's not their name, but that's what they say their music is. Caveman math. And it's fucking dope. They were tight. They were solid. They were great openers. They really set the tone for the show. So shout out to those boys. If you don't listen to Pickwick Commons, first, go back and listen to our episode with them. I couldn't tell you what number it is. It was last year. But it was shortly after they <laughs> they did their cover of uh, WAP. Yes, that's right. They did a like a heavy, hardcore version of WAP. And they also made a music video for it, which... One is really funny. You should check it out. But also part of me was upset because like I knew that them having done that cover, it was going to get like attention. But unfortunately, (laughs) they've got some mullets and they put like a hot tub in the back of a truck. And essentially they're just like, (laughs) they're really setting the bar for what people are going to think Hoosiers are like, right? And we already have, we already have a fucking hole to dig out of, right? We just got Sunday liquor sales like three years ago, okay? Welcome to the 
fucking turn of the century, right? We're going to be the last fucking state to get legal weed, right? Ugh, I fucking hate that. It's just because our state makes too much money uh, uh, jailing people for those offenses, right? But we'll see. Maybe maybe shit will change. Doubtful. Hopeful, though. Um, anyways, this is a lot of politics on this episode. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. Um, but yeah, check them out. They're really fun. Um, Pickwick Commons. Oh, I'm actually wearing their beanie right now, which I have a, I have a uh, theory of how they did these. What I feel like they did was they bought these really nice beanies because I fucking bought them too from Wish, right? And they're like 50 cents, right? And then you just pay for shipping. They're nice. I have, I bought one of every fucking color. And then what they did is they just paid some dude to stitch their logo, their little uh, patch on the hat. Genius, right? The hat is comfortable. It looks nice. Bro, fits perfectly. It's not too big. It doesn't have like that weird little flap at the top, you know, when it's too big. We're going to do it side tangent. So one thing I hate about beanies is that there's like a perfect size, right? If it's a little too big and it's got the little like ripple at the top, it looks stupid. Um, but if it's like too small and it fits like one of those fucking straight edge sailor caps, I don't know. That's not what they're called. Right. But the people that I see wearing these caps are normally straight edge kids and there's nothing against straight edge kids. Okay. Live your life. Be respectful. That's fine. Right. I personally don't subscribe to that lifestyle, but that's okay. You know, I've met many, a. Oh, wait, I think the Pickwick Common Boys are straight edge, too. I think, well, I know one of them is for sure. I remember talking about it in the episode. But anyways, um, yeah, so, and but then there's also the, like, if it's too big, like, it's got too much of the sag, but there's, like, a perfect amount of sag, like, almost like a, I don't know what, I'm going to use a term, and I don't know if it's right, but, like, a Rasta hat, you know, where it's, like, baggy in the back. I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know what they're called, but I like those ones. But again, it's gotta be, it's gotta be the right size. As you can tell, I'm super picky about how things look on me. I'm just picky in general about almost everything. Chris, where are you single? Cause I'm picky, too picky. Just me and Kitty. It's fine. Excuse me while I take a big swig of my bitch juice. refreshing and lots of sugar and yellow five if you can guess what it is uh high five you next time i see you anyways so the show uh who's your dome sea space cowboy vatican gray haven wrist meat razor pickwick commons dope show right um i went out immediately walked in um went to the back room where all the merch is right bought up uh, both alt covers of Wrist Meat Razor, one of which is the uh, uh, from Autumn to Ashes alt cover, and then the other is a bullet for my Valentine alt cover. I was like, bro, I gotta get these. Um, I also bought two. I asked the dude at the behind the count the counter, the table. I was like, hey man, how many of these can I buy? And he was like, as many as you want. And I was like, yeah. I, I figured that there might be a limit because I know there's like a big there's a big problem with flippers, right? And I don't mean like <laughs> dolphins or anything. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. Um, I mean like people who buy records for, you know, 
retail price and then sell them online for double that, right? They're just trying to rip off kids who didn't have access to get this cool thing. I don't know. It's a, it's a real shame that people feel the need to do that. But um, he was like, yeah, buy as many as you want. I was like, all right, well, I bought me one of each and then shout out to Scythe. I bought him one of each too because he, he didn't have a ticket to this tour and he was like, bro, uh, they're probably going to sell out. And I was like, bro, if they're there, I fucking got you. Because he hooked me up with my uh, very limited uh, CU Space Cowboy uh, Final Fantasy style sh- uh, sweatshirt from a couple years ago when he went to Furnace. No, not Furnace. It was a LDB. Yeah, LDB Fest, right? They had this very limited. There was only a few of them and they were only selling them there and like a couple other places. And I was like, Scythe, I will give you... $50 to fucking snag me one of those, right? And he did. He he hooked me up. He got it for me. And it's still in my closet. I don't wear it very often because it's white. And something about white and me that any time I wear white, something happens where I get shit on that shirt and then it stains and then I have to either get rid of that shirt because I don't know how to do laundry. I don't know how to get shit out. Which is now why I keep a little fucking tied to go pen, those bleach pens in my car, and normally on me to some degree because if I'm wearing, if my shirt has white on it, it's never all white. Okay, I have my Sea Space Cowboy sweatshirt, white, I've worn outside once, and then I've got a Before Their Eyes white t shirt that I've worn outside once. I've already tested, tested, you know, tempting, not tested, tempting fate already luckily nothing happened but yeah um do you think they make stuff that you can like i know they make um what is it water repellent stuff that you can like wash your clothes in or spray on maybe it's not for uh cloth maybe it's just for like leather and shit but you can like spray it on there and water just runs right off i don't know but if anybody has a link to something like that that can protect my white clothes let me know because i have Awful luck wearing white. I think it was the last time I wore something that was white. I went to Olive Garden, right? I know it's it was a poor poor choice on my part, but it was for a friend. They were were going out to eat, whatever. Immediately, I sit down, eat my nudes, right, and right off the bat, slurp, noodle sauce. I look down and I go, there it is. And I looked at my friend and I said, what I fucking tell you? Every time I wear white, something happens. Boom. Granted, part of the blame is on me, okay? I wore white to a noodle shop, okay? I just called Olive Garden a noodle shop, but it's whatever. I'm trying to liven the place up. Um, but yeah, it's partly my fault, but still. What is it about these fucking white shirts that just attract messes? I hope you, I don't hope you have the same problem. I do hope you have the same problem, only because misery loves company. But, you know, I hope it doesn't happen to you because it sucks. Um, oh, how did I get on? Oh, yeah. Uh, alt covers for the records. So I bought those records, right? See you, Space Cowboy had an alternate, uh, tour, a tour, uh, cover variant for their newest album, uh, The Romance of Affliction. Isn't that album title name just fucking awesome? The Romance of Affliction, bro. Isn't that sweet? Oh, God. But I also took a bunch of, uh, bunch of uva a bunch of stuff i took um my coronavirus alt cover of theirs and their the current 
record that I had of theirs, the slips so that they could sign them. And then I took my wall flag that I got for their new record, had them sign that. They were all super nice. They were all very accommodating. Um, but also I was super stoked to hear that they start off their set with like a small excerpt of the Cowboy Bebop intro. So as to be expected, which makes me think somebody, um, while we were waiting out in Blech. While we were waiting outside in line, they were like, so is Sea Space Cowboy, is that like a Cowboy Bebop reference or a Firefly reference? And I didn't know that that is a thing from Firefly because I've never watched a single second of that show. But I am a diehard Cowboy Bebop fan. So I guess I've always just assumed that it was Cowboy Bebop. Um, and I didn't ask them, but them being the, the band... But given that they open the show with the Cowboy Bebop intro, I think it's safe to assume that it is, in fact, uh, in, an inspiration from the anime, which only makes me love them even more. Um, I joked to the girl. I was like, oh, that's a that's a Firefly thing, too? I was like, well, I hope it's Cowboy Bebop, because if it's Firefly, I'm going to have to give them all their shit back, because that's fucking lame. <laughs> Just talking shit. I've never seen a single second of the show, so I don't even know. I mean, I know that show's got a big cult following but never seen the show so can't really judge it i can just judge the people who watch it (laughs) but anyways the show is great i keep saying that i keep getting sidetracked uh but we start pickwick commons smashed it vatican vatican i was super excited to see i hadn't heard of them love the name and uh excuse me i hope you heard that um they were really great. I was standing by the stage right off to the side. Um, and this um, mature woman, I don't want to say older lady, but, you know, I was like, I just overheard her saying, that's my son. And I was like, oh, so which one of those kids is yours? She was like, oh, he's the singer. And I was like, singer? I was like, oh, they got clean vocals in this band? <laughs> and uh, I was like, so, shot in the dark. I was like, if I were to ever interview your son's band, I was like, do you got anything embarrassing that you could tell me? And she was like, oh, I've got loads. And I was like, oh, bet. We didn't go into any further because the band started playing. And I didn't want to yell into her ear asking about, <laughs> asking for dirt on her son while he performed. But, um, yeah, she was really nice. So shout out to you, mom. Y'all want to hear a Vatican song real quick? I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but they seem nice enough. Here's Fractured God by Vatican. Oh, they're fighting! 
Yes, they were exactly that fucking wild, bro. Vatican, if you get a chance to see Vatican, be sure to check them out. In fact, don't be an idiot. Catch catch them on this tour. Like, don't be stupid. This whole lineup is stacked. Don't be dumb. But yeah, so Vatican was great. And then I think it was Wrist Meat Razor was next. I found Wrist Meat Razor, I think, at the same time that I discovered See You Space Cowboy. Probably because they're relatively, like, in the same vein, you know, in regards to, like, their sound. Very, uh, early, early metal, bleh, early metalcore sound. <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine this week about how before the show, like, I got in and went and talked to the bands about doing interviews with each of them. So, at the end of the tour, I will hopefully be able to, um, sync up with them and get interviews with CU Space Cowboy and Vatican and Greyhaven and Wrist Meat Razor. So they were like, well, we're kind of busy right now. I was like, no, 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 no. Do the tour. I'll wait till you get home. I want you to be rested. I'm not trying to pinch in time and, you know, touring is hard. Okay. Get home, rest, and then I'll take some of your time. Like, I don't want to I'm sure it's hectic right now. It's your first headlining tour, specifically in regards to Sea of Space Cowboy. Your first headlining tour, I'm sure it's super difficult and super stressful, so don't worry about me. I'll be here when you get back. I'm going to fucking see you again in two weeks, so we can talk again then. But I was talking to a friend about <laughs> these the show, and I was like, oh yeah, and then I saw one of these bands I like, Wrist Meat Razor, and they were like, wow, <laughs> what a how what a very emo name. And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, it's a, they really hit the nail on the head there, but I fucking love this band, right? Um, I first found them, I think it was pre-quarantine or mid-quarantine um, with their album Misery Never Forgets. Ugh, bro, it's 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 ama- it's great. I'm so I'm so happy. I'm so thrilled about this album, right? And I'm so happy that they are where they are now. I mean, granted, it was only, it's only been like a, I think it's been two years since the album. I think it was a 2019 release, but I could be wrong. Don't fact check me because I probably am wrong. Just let's just accept what I said <laughs> as the reality, right? Who cares? But anyways, um, yeah. If you haven't checked out, checked out. Nah, who cares? If you haven't listened to Wrist Meat Razor. You're fucking up, okay? In fact, I'm going to play you a song right now. This song is called In Line for Halos from their album Misery Never Forgets.
It's fucking dope, right? Doesn't that just take you back to a simpler time, you know, 2006, 2004, you know, early 2000s, that metalcore, that fucking angsty, just explosion of energy. Uh, uh, maybe I'm projecting. Maybe maybe that's why. Maybe I'm over-romanticizing these bands because it just makes me think of a time when I wasn't almost 30. You know? I don't think so. I think... <laughs> I think I like... I'm pretty sure I love this music, right? It's very... Grant, did I imprint on this music at an early age? Of course I did. Of course I did. You probably did too, right? You know, if you're into the same music, I assume so. But I definitely do think there's a part of me that's like, oh, nostalgia. Listen to this. Listen to this music that people aren't making anymore. But they are. And I am thankful to quarantine for being a thing and leading me down this path to finding out that these bands do in fact still exist. So, Wrist Meat Razor, I'm coming for you, right? I talked to Justin at the show. Justin's a vocalist. Shout out to Justin. Um, I would try and pronounce his name, but I don't actually know. Um, I mean, I said his first name, but his last name, I don't know how to say it. It's four something. I don't know. Not the letter. I mean, (laughs) not the number. Not the number four. It doesn't matter. Justin, I'm coming for you. So yeah, check out Wrist Meat Razor. Uh, They just dropped a new album called Replica of a Strange Love. If you've got some money and you want to collect something fucking dope... Go to one of their shows and pick up one of their alt covers. Bro, those things are so cool. I love them so much. I'm glad I got both. But, excuse me, I burped again. Um, Yeah, so Wrist Me Razor was a lot of fun. And then another band, the other bands I was super excited to see, Greyhaven. Um, a band that I didn't, I hadn't ever heard of, I hadn't looked into until I saw that this tour was happening with CU Space Cowboy and Wrist Me Razor. And I was like, oh, I'll check out this band. And I pulled them up on Spotify. First song that pulled up from their uh, last album, bro. Okay, Echoes and Dust Part One. I I am not I am not kidding you. That I was like, holy shit, this is like this is like a band that's not crazy popular. They're making music like this, bro. It's like one of a kind. I shouldn't say. Well, yeah, it's one of a kind. I fucking I'm all about it, bro. And not only, so one of the fears of me, of mine, right? I've been to a lot of shows, um, a lot of which uh, listening to bands that I had never seen live before. So one of my constant fears, is this band going to sound the way they do on record? A lot of the times, to a small degree, no, because there's always going to be a little bit of studio magic and you can only have so much air in your lungs at once, right? But for the most part... It's relatively close. I've I've run into bands that sound nothing like what they do on recordings, and those ones are sad. But also, you got to keep in mind, maybe they're sick. Maybe they're, you know, dehydrated. Maybe they're tired. Maybe they're fighting. Whatever. You know, they're still human. People are going to have bad days. That's how it was when I first saw A Day to Remember in 2011. They sounded fucking awful in Cuyahoga Falls at Warp Tour. And I was like, oh, no. Homesick is a lie. But I've seen them many times, at, well, not a couple times afterwards, and they are great live, but perfect example. Sometimes it's a bad venue, sometimes it's a bad night, you never know. But Greyhaven, oh my God, they were so good live. And I was right up front in that fucking, 
dude's face. I don't know his name. I'm sorry, the vocalist. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know his name. But they were super nice. The drummer I met backstage, not necessarily backstage, back in the merch area, he was super nice. Evan, I believe. Um, I talked to them about, hey, let me interview you. Let's do this. And they were like, oh, hell yeah, let's do it. So, again, after the tour, Greyhaven. But I want to show you this song, Echoes and Dust Part 1, okay? I think I think you're really going to like it. And if you don't, well, then you're shit out of luck, bud, okay? I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to make you happy, okay? Maybe, maybe see a therapist, you know? You should do that regardless, but I don't know. You might be... You might need the full lobotomy treatment, which if you do, let me know where you get it because I am also very curious. Anyways, here is the first song I heard from Greyhaven, Echo and Dust Part 1 from their 2018 album, Empty Black.
Isn't that amazing? Bro, the fucking riffage, the melody, the vocals, bro, it's, it's, it's the complete package, right? I am so stoked to have found these dudes when I did. Like, I, sometimes I get really scared for, like, the music industry in the sense that, oh, no, people are going to, like, start gunning for money and just doing the hip thing and the formulaic uh, expressions of musical interpolations, right? But boy, do I love finding a band that is just, one, entirely genuine, and two, so original. Like, bro, oh, my, I love this song so much. This album, bro, Never has an album shot so quickly into my top 10, right? Bro, Greyhaven, listen to Greyhaven. Give them your fucking money, okay? These dudes need to be recognized. So good. So fucking good. Oh my goodness. Also, (laughs) well, so at the show, right? (laughs) Greyhaven finishes their set, and this is... I'm I'm getting ready to just like walk out of the out of the way. I'm like right up front, right? I walk out of the way and there's these three people standing by the monitor. And <laughs> one of these people says, "Damn, I didn't know Kylo Ren was in that band." <laughs> so the vocalist does kind of look like Adam Driver, right? And I want to make this joke, but I probably won't because I'm sure he hears it all the fucking time, right? If he brings it up, we'll riff. But <laughs> it was really funny. They're like, "Wow, man, he really went all—he really went all Kylo Ren on that fucking song." I was like, "Damn, son, that's that's immediately what I thought when I saw him too." But whatever, respect Greyhaven. Okay, they're very nice, very nice boys, men, people, humans. They're very nice humans. Let's just do that. Get rid of gender. Just call people humans. Hello, fellow human. You know uncomfortable that would be if somebody approached me and was like hello fellow human I would like to I would like to uh reach that Mountain Dew next to you I would be uncomfortable it's like that uh what was it that interview that Zuckerberg did where he was like yeah I was human I mean I am human fucking what a lizard person that dude is I swear to god he's either a full-blown like robot or he's a legit alien like I don't know. He's goofy looking. And it's weird. Like, if we're, t- we're trailing off, boys. We're <laughs> if you go back and look at photos from, like, I don't know, 2008 and, like, to now, bro, something weird happened to his face. I don't know what's going on, but it just looks like it's been getting less and less real. Human. I don't fucking know what, what the deal is. Part of me wants to think lizard people are real. I would love... To find out that lizard people are real. That's terrifying, but also that would be fucking sweet. Okay? Because if lizard people are real, that means everybody, the fucking uh, Venusians, the the Valiant Thor, if you know what I'm talking about, the the people from Venus who live on Venus, the, not people, the aliens that live on Venus. Um, oh, Chris, and that's too close to the sun. They can't live on there. Not on the surface, dummy. Yes, it's too hot. They would have to live underground. (laughs) Watch me get heated over some shit I don't know. 
Uh, but yeah, you know. And then there's the the Nordic, the ta- the Nordics. They're like tall, blonde-haired, white-looking aliens. Allegedly, they're friendly and they want to help humankind. But then you've got the Greys, who are n- responsible for most of the abductions, and they're they're kind of you know of the chaotic neutral type. They're not they're not your friend. Um, if we want to get really deep into conspiracy, they only abduct us because I think it was was it FDR. I might be wrong. There's a president in the early 50s who allegedly made a contract with them that, oh, they, aliens give us your technology and I will let you take humans for abduction. Allegedly. Can't prove any of this is true, but there's conspiracies. Anyways, this is not, we're not here to talk about aliens, even though I wish we were. Greyhaven was amazing. You should definitely check them out. Give them your money. They've got a new album coming out. They've also got, uh, they've put out a few singles. Um, I heard two of them at the show. Um, but All Candy is the new one that's uh, recently. I think the the other song they played was uh, something about all hands, more hands, hands and more hands, something like that. Really great. Uh, I'm really excited for this new record that they're going to be putting out. Um, and then last but not least, friends, lovers, um, what's the other friends lovers or nothing that's it there's my John Mayer reference of the day um, speaking of did you see that he messaged back somebody who was like being overly aggressive about their Taylor Swift fandom he did he messaged him was like do you really want me to die and they're like oh my god no like, well then don't say it okay I get it you're upset don't tell somebody you want them to die because if you don't mean it don't say it if you mean it then fucking go for it say it I don't care, but don't say it if you don't mean it. Anyways, headliner, see a space cowboy. I was super fucking stoked to see Connie in all their action, her action. I'm not sure of the pronoun. I don't know yet. Okay, so we didn't we didn't get to that conversation. Um, but yeah, amazing. It what you what you hear on the record is exactly how they sound, right? amazing I was super stoked to see him I I couldn't believe that it was such a small I've been like I guess I've been hyping up this band to myself for the past year and a half right bro and I think I expected I don't know what I expected really I mean their sound is so iconic for me it's like that early metalcore sound which is like the sound that got me into got me to where I am today in my musical taste, right? And I guess I just expected to see something like that in a huge venue, and it was super surreal to just be in, like, a small fucking... I don't know what the capacity is at Hoosier Dome, but let's just say, like, 100 people. It was crazy to see them that close, like, in such a small venue. And, like, during the other band sets, I was standing to the side because I don't really like being shoulder to shoulder with people fucking Connie was just like standing next to me watching I was like bro this is so weird this is so weird that like I have essentially idolized this band for the last year and a half because this sound helped me get through quarantine right and here they are just fucking chilling in this little fucking venue man let me tell you uh if you if you're not on the CU Space Cowboy train hype train you you're, you gotta get on it, okay? 
this this band is gonna fucking pew, insert sky rocket sound sky rocket no that's right <laughs> I for a second I was like what other kind of rocket is there <laughs> isn't that their whole point is to go into the sky anyways see you space cowboy <laughs> don't sleep on this band okay I want to play you a song and you better fucking like it because if you don't again see the aforementioned lobotomy okay but this song is called prolonging the inevitable forever from their uh their last album uh i think it was 2019 i'm i i think i think i'm right 2019 uh yeah 2019 the correlation between entrance and exit wounds if you want a stepping stone into this band this was the album that did it for me okay immediately from the fucking first five seconds with armed with their teeth the very first song in the album bro i was like yo this band is real this isn't like from 15 years ago nah homie this is the beginning of the career bro i'm so okay i'm gonna stop fangirling here's the track prolonging the inevitable forever shit fucking rips does it not 
bro. I got. I think part of the re- the allure of the of this album was that it it there's a lot of early Devil Wears Prada vibes for it, and that again was one of my entry my entry bands. Right, that was one of the first bands I got into when it came to like the the metalcore shit, Christcore. If you want to get uh, Michael O'Hara about it, shout out to the Greenleaves. But bro, this band they were so they were so good. Okay, and Kanye, Kanye is so into the crowd, leaning in, giving the mic out. Everybody's bro, amazing performance. Those those cats are just fucking great. You got to see this band. Okay, buy a ticket, take the ride. Um, and also you may be going back and be like, Chris, why are you only playing old stuff? Well, because I'm gonna fucking fingers crossed. I'm gonna interview these cats. You know, each one of these bands later in the year, probably hopefully. Probably the beginning of next year, right? In January. Just, I'm going to let them get home and rest all that fun stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to let them, hey, pick a pick one of your new songs you promote. That's why I didn't pick any of the new stuff. New stuff. So, also, you may be warning. One, Jesus. Wondering. Chris, how's your no dope November going? It's going great, okay? Still, still no substances. Still no smoking. Smoking's been incredibly easy. Um, do I, do I want to smoke? Of course I do, but I'm not gonna, cause maybe you'll hear it in this episode. If my lungs sound any clear and my, <sighs> like not breathing this, I mean, my nose is kind of stuffy. I don't know what happened, but I, bro, I've had this fucking stiff, sniffy, snuffly, sniffly, snuffly nose thing for like two weeks now. Oh, Chris, is it COVID? No, it's not. Cause I had to get a test before I can even go to this fucking show. Okay. So it's not COVID. I think it's my annual cold. I get one cold every fucking year. Uh, it's probably just because I get the new variant of the cold every year because it is a very, I think it's like a, man, what's the word I want to, transmutable? No, that means passed along, right? I don't know. Any, I think every season, I think there's like a new strain of the cold just because it evolves from, you know, season to season or whatever, but I get the cold once a year. It's like the one sickness I get. Sometimes I get the flu. I had the flu two years ago, so maybe I'll get it again this year. Who fucking knows? Because I don't get flu shots because I'm afraid of, uh, not don't say needles, I'm afraid of syringes. Anytime I say I'm afraid of needles at a doctor's office, they go, well, what about your tattoos? A syringe is different. A syringe goes in your body, right? A tattoo needle just goes on the skin, okay? (laughs) Ugh, I don't understand why everybody wants to fucking fight me on that. There's a huge difference. If you have tattoos, you know what I'm talking about, okay? A tattoo needle is way different than a syringe, okay? A syringe, like I said, goes in your body. A syringe is a stab wound, for sure. <laughs> a tattoo gun is not. I mean, I will, I'll argue that. I will argue that. But yeah, um, don't like don't like syringes. Never have. My doctor has always had to trick me to get them. Just be like, like I, I just panic. I get real bad anxiety. I start hyperventilating and sweating and getting cold. But they'd be like, all right, on the count of three, ready? One, two, and fucking stab me. And I know it doesn't hurt, right? It's just a little prick. Ugh, and it's done. But I don't know. It's just the, the concept. I'm sorry if this is freaking you out because I don't like talking about it. But if I talk about it, maybe I can normalize it and get over it. But it hasn't helped. You know, I've been trying to do it for fucking 10 years. It doesn't help. But I don't know. But yeah, there's just 
the idea of the fucking syringe going in my body and like honestly the thing that fucks me up is whenever it happens the for some reason I always think about what if I just had like a violent sneeze right now and I had to like jerk my whole body I would feel that syringe move in my body and it makes me want to throw up every time (sighs) okay yeah but that's why I don't that's why I don't like syringes because of that notion right there so yeah um but yeah, that's uh, that's what I did this week. Uh, well, that was the show. Which, again, buy a ticket. Go fucking see them. Uh, I don't know where you're at, but if you're local to where I'm at, Chicago, uh, Beat Kitchen, November 28th. It's on a Sunday, I believe. So, you know, just tell them you're going to be a little late to work. Fuck them. But yeah, go out to see it. Also, unrelated, okay? Check out those bands. Give me your money. I uh, saw today, no, not even today, for the past couple weeks, everybody's been talking about who's going to be the next James Bond. And this is my take. I know this is a total derailment of what we were talking about, but I have something to say, okay? Shut the fuck up about the Bond movies, okay? Just stop making them. Who needs them? Are you surprised by any of the stories of the last 30? It's all the same story. It's a fucking misogynist alcoholic who's a fucking narc, dude. He's a spy. He's a sneaky fucking snake. Why are you supporting that character? I don't understand how that character is even still around. I mean, granted, the people they pick to play James Bond are always eye candy, right? But, like, I've seen Dwayne Johnson. Look, oh, I want to be James Bond. Shut up. Uh, Tom Holland, I want to be James Bond. Shut up. You guys can't be James Bond. This is another stance I'm going to have. Hollywood needs to stop oversaturating the market with the same fucking actors, okay? Rock, if you want to be the fucking dude from the Fast and Furious movies, that's who you got to be for an indeterminate amount of time. Probably not indeterminate. You should probably like sign a contract. Hey, I'll be this character for five years. But in that sense, I'm more upset like the fact of Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds was Deadpool. He was made for that role, right? That is his personality. But then shortly after, he was like, you know who I'll also be? Fucking Detective Pikachu. Dude, you can't do that. Your voice is too... You didn't even change your voice at all. This like, oh, we just put Deadpool's voice into Pikachu. Like, bro, that's not... No. Uh, I can't accept it. I won't accept it. Tom Holland, you can't be Spider-Man and James Bond. Okay? You're too you can't be the same iconic like the same level of iconic character within the same time frame, right? Like you can't mm. mainly another person I'm upset about, Chris Pratt. This motherfucker is everybody. Stop. Calm down. Quit doing movies man like relax do you not have enough money i listen i can't tell you that you can't do the thing that you love if that thing is acting or whatever right i can't tell you that you can't do that because i'm annoyed okay i can't do that but i'm gonna voice my opinion that i think i'm seeing too much of you okay ease up a bit give some other people a shot i want i want new actors anyway i like variety i don't want to see the same stupid faces on in the same in the movies all the time i like variety it takes away from the story if if there's just too much of the same shit do you know what i mean do you know what i'm trying to say 
I can't lose myself in the story if I'm looking at fucking Star-Lord's face in a movie that's about dinosaurs, you know? It doesn't, I, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm, maybe I can't separate one thing from another. Maybe this is just my problem. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm not the only one who's upset about this, okay? And if you are upset about this, let me know so that I don't feel like a lone crazy person. Okay, I would really appreciate it because <laughs> I do get frustrated about some things, as I'm sure you've heard on the show before. And sometimes they're stupid things. And sometimes I'm the only one upset about it. And that's fine. You know, I'm allowed to have my own opinions. But I tell you what, it's nice not being the only one with the same problem, you know? So if you're angry, like, not angry, if you're annoyed, let me know. Team Annoyed, shout it out. Get at me. <sighs> All right, I just had to get that out. Stop making fucking Bond movies, okay? Tell your friends. Tell your mom. I saw a dude today, bro. I made a joke. I think it was NME who posted about it, and I was like, here's an idea. Maybe just stop making those movies. And somebody was like, or we could uh, go back to the glory days and not try and feminize him. Oh, yeah, the glory days when he was just a fucking womanizing alcoholic loser? Listen, I love Sean Connery, but that dude is a real-life menace. He beat up women, bro. That's not cool. He shouldn't beat up anybody, right? Not just women. You know, shouldn't beat up anybody without probable cause. Probable cause? Not just cause. Without just cause. I'll accept you beating somebody up for a, a good reason, okay? But from what I've heard, Sean Connery did not have those. So just stop making the movies, okay? I don't think any of the youth give a fuck about James Bond, okay? Just let it go. It's a great franchise, okay? If we want to watch them, we can watch one of the 40 earlier ones. Honestly, don't even watch the movies, okay? Just play fucking Goldeneye on the N64. That's the best thing you're going to get. Also, hot take, Pierce Brosnan is the best uh, James Bond. It's that's strictly just because that's what I was introduced with. So that's my only that's my only reason for that opinion. Anyways, listeners, we did it. I rambled for an hour and you sat here and listened to it. And I appreciate it. I really do. Um I appreciate you going on that journey with me, letting me vent about my annoy my annoyance for the James Bond franchise. But yeah, we've reached the end. I gotta go because you know what's coming out today? As of Friday, November 19th, the Cowboy Bebop live action series. So, I gotta get the fuck off here so that I can binge that, okay? So, let me tell you what I've been listening to uh, recently before I let you go, okay? Obviously, all the aforementioned bands, Sea of Space Cowboy, Grey Haven, Wrist Meat Razor, Vatican, Pickwick Commons, listen to those bands, give them your money, right? I've also been checking out a local band from Indianapolis, well, Indy slash Fort Wayne called Antlerhead. You should definitely check them out. I was just talking to one of the members today about coming on the show because yeah, we've been like conversing on Facebook for a while, you know, comment here, comment there. And I didn't know he was in a band. And I just went to his profile. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's in a band. And guess what? That band is good. Check out Antlerhead. Um, uh, also, I, I didn't think this day would ever come. But I'm going to listen to a little bit of Lil Lotus. And it's, listen, I know. Oh, no, Chris, we're losing. We're losing you. We are not, okay? 
I recently found out I have this split EP with CU Space Cowboy and a band called If I Die First, which features on vocals Lil Lotus and members from from first to last. So I didn't know that, and it I love I love that split EP. Um, if you give me a second, I'll fucking tell you what it's called. Um, is it called Bloodstained Eyes? No, that's just one of the songs. Anyway, just just Google that song. Well, maybe I can find. Maybe I'll find it. It is called A Sure Disaster? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Just, you'll find it. Okay? Look up one of those two songs and you'll find it. Um, but yeah, it's got Lil Lotus and Connie on the front. And I didn't even know. I had no idea that that was Lil Lotus. Didn't know he did that kind of music. So, shout out to you, home dog. Um, I've been listening to a band called Paralandra. Don't sleep on them. They're going to blow up. Um, Day Aches, um, High Council, From Joy, The Callous Dowboys, bro, is that not the sweetest fucking name you've ever heard? The Callous Dowboys. I, I will like a band just because you have a great name, but I don't just like the band because of their name. I did look into the band because of their name, but I stayed for the music. Uh, The Rare Occasions, Soul Blind, uh, Aberdeen. Bro, there is a revival of grunge music, and I'm fucking here for it. Check out Aberdeen. Um, check out Vase, V-A-S-E. Maybe it's Vaz. I don't know. Um, and then I've been really binging the boys and Stop Drop Rewind, so don't sleep on them. They've got a new album coming out in uh, January. Um, and because I'm such a fan and I'm so privileged, right, I did say, hey, send me, send me, this, send me the songs. Let me listen to the new, the new album. And I saw them do their first gig where they played the the new album in their entirety. It was great. Uh, Daryl was a little sick. Still sounded good. And I can't wait to see it again when everybody's full fully healed, I guess. I don't know. But the album is great. Um, I'm not saying that because they're my friends. I'm saying that because I've listened to the album uh, 40 times since they gave it to me. I listen to it every day. It's so fucking good. It's so good. I can't wait for you to hear it. Um, called Heavy Love. Stay on the lookout. So, um, with that in mind, um, I'm gonna go. I gotta go. I gotta watch some Cowboy Bebop. So, uh, you know where to find us. Facebook, Instagram. You know, if you wanna reach, if you wanna reach me, you can leave me alone. But if you need to follow me, um, Instagram, Chris and Kitty. Uh, fucking uh, TikTok. There it is. That's the word. Uh, Dat Boy Pit Six, bro. Also, if you want to see my very old rendition of my old MySpace profile, there's a a new uh, site called HeySpace. I think Space Hey. I'm sorry. I apologize. You can find me on there and my old fucking. It's a it's a MySpace profile, dude. And you can sign up and you can code your own profile. It's dope. Do it. Very, I've been feeling very nostalgic lately because my birthday is quickly approaching and I will soon be three decades old and honestly it's kind of been <laughs> it's weighing pretty heavy on me guys so um, anyways uh, yeah so let's close the show I uh, let's close with Antlerhead I mentioned them earlier they're from Indy slash Fort Wayne 
and I'm going to play a song for you. This song is called Reconstruct, and you're going to enjoy it. If you don't, don't come back. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you had a good time. This has been a Toon Junkies podcast, and my name is Chris. See you on the next episode.